Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mother Day. Ma- okay, starting again. <laughs> Good stuff. Okay. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Mother Days podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Wright Olson, who obviously can't speak straight today. And I'm Teresa Palmer, who just talked over the top of Sarah. It's going really well this morning. The angels are with us. Um, But actually, the angel is with us on 111. We're we're taping this on 111, guys. Um, And we have my friend, my soul sister, my my um like new favorite person, Sarah. Of course, you're on that list as well. Thank you. Thank you. I'm folding Kimmy into the mix <laughs> because she is seriously next level. Oh, wow. And we are talking to Kimberly Vanderbeek today on the podcast. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. Think of all that cash back on those overpriced kombuchas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Splurge on some fancy champagne with the gals or order fine dining to the house and watch a good true crime doco? Whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kimberly with us, who does her own podcast called Bathroom Chronicles Podcast. You guys have to go check that out. She's also a mm-hmm. um, like health advocate, natural health. She's a mother of six children. Um, I have always loved and just been like absolutely enamored by you because you carry the light and you have this beautiful energy and you're very open and vulnerable. And so if you guys are looking for that soul searching, like deep, beautiful conversation, that is what you're going to find when you're listening to Kimberly and her podcast. So welcome to the show. We're so happy to have you. Thanks, ladies. I appreciate it. It's nice to be here. We just had a blast. We had, um, can we start with Gwen's dream? Yes. So my daughter Gwen had this dream um, 
the morning that Teresa and her whole family arrived to the land on an RV and she said, Mom, I had a dream that your friends arrived and they had an RV just like ours and it was just as big as ours, Mom. And I was like, oh, fascinating and wonderful. And then what happens is hours later, they come down our driveway Mm. in this big massive RV with like almost (laughs) identical colors and markings to our RV. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. She had like a proper premonition. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So I was a bit stunned when I actually saw because it's a very unique marking on the RV. It's like a wave sort of thing. Yeah, it's like this kind of blue wave. Or is it black? Now I can't remember. But it was, we called the RVR Beastie. We loved it so much. (laughs) But we, so I have got to rewind for a second here. So I have been following Kimberly for a long time. And we had some mutual friends, um, Mahandra, actually, first introduced us um and i remember meeting you i think at erin's house um erin featherton i think we met at mahandra's house oh did we meet first yeah and then we went then i went to erin's house i think and i met you there as well and i was like this woman I feel so aligned with, and you had just this whole crew of these platinum blonde haired little children <laughs> running around. And I was like, oh my God, I'm looking into my future. Like I had probably two at the time and I was like, oh, that's what I want. I want that. And then we talked about this really cool schooling community that Kimberly's kids were going to that my kids went to for a bit as well. And I remember sitting in the classroom and I was watching your beautiful son and he was just this like ray of light, really thoughtful, observing, just like Joshua. He's the most gorgeous little spirit. Um, the way he was talking, he was so connected and tuned in. And I was like, oh my gosh, this kid has been around for lifetimes. Um, And I remember saying to Mark, I think we found the right school because I was watching these children in their environment and they were so well-adjusted and soulful and kind and had like really interesting, thoughtful things to contribute to the conversations. And I was like, this is it. This is what I want for our kids as well. So our children started going to the same little sort of homeschool community in um, LA. And then we really just connected over Instagram and I would follow her and we would chat and I would always watch your lives. Kimberly does these really amazing lives and sometimes I think they're pretty impromptu. She'll just sort of they jump are. on and do a live. And I would always see, get, get the, I would get the notification. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's doing another one. Yay. I would always get a little worried because I would never know what I was going to talk about. I'd get like a little ding, ding, time to go in a live. And I'm like, all right, Kimberly, tame yourself, you know? I, I, I have no control over her. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love it. Oh my God. Yeah. So when we were planning our RV trip, um, I was like, okay, I want to go hang out with the Vanderbeeks. And since then, Kimberly had had one or two more children and I had had three more children. And, um, and I, I had been watching James, your husband, James Vanderbeek, <clears throat> who, if anyone saw Dawson's Creek, he played the character of Dawson <laughs> on Dawson's Creek. Um, and I grew up watching that show. But I was really most impressed by um, his musings and thoughts on parenthood and his shares are so 
vulnerable and candid. Oh, and I was amazing. like, oh, this is what, these are the kinds of people I want to be around. And I want to be having these kinds of conversations in my everyday life. And Mark was really excited as well. So we're driving down their driveway. We've made plans to come and stay on their land. I think we were, had planned to only stay for one night because we had other friends in Colorado we were going to go meet. <laughs> <laughs> and we drive down this driveway and Mark is just like feeling the vibes and there's animals either side and we see this beautiful Kimberly like come out in this long flowing beautiful dress and the wind is hitting her hair and I'm just like this goddess is so next level like, and she's helping us like, get into her property <laughs> I was like what utopia have we stepped into um, because it was the most incredible thing and Mark said to me and this is not Mark I mean Sarah you know Mark yeah. really well as well he's like social but he's good for like a day or two and then he wants to retreat he wants to right. go and have his alone time really he was like Yes, that's Mark. He loves social interaction and then he wants to like go and like recharge on his own, little Lone Ranger. But as we pulled up, he was like, I have a feeling we are going to stay here for the rest of the trip. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like we have got to go to Colorado. I've got all these plans. And he was like, no, 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 we're going to be staying here. And sure enough, (laughs) and sure enough, that's exactly what happened. Um, So I want to talk about that experience a little bit more with you, Kimberly. And, um, and I had the pleasure of going on your podcast and we got to get really deep and spiritual and, um, but it's, it's the sort of experience that one has that reminds you of just how much magic there is and how certain people come into your life for greater reasons that we might not be able to articulate, but it's just a soul feeling. And that's how we felt when we rocked up. And I went straight into this beautiful tea ceremony that Kimberly had arranged. And I just was like, this life that you're living, <laughs> this these experiences that you're having, it is the definition of that slow living, back to nature, that thing that I think we all crave in these busy lifestyles that we have. And I just want to talk to you about that. Where, How did you find your way into this sort of lifestyle? And talk about the ranch or the, what do you call the farm? Um, Talk about that and what it means to you and what you've set up because it's, it's deeply inspirational. Well, it's very interesting that we're here. I have been saying since high school, I've been reimagining the way that people can live. And uh, when I first met James, I was like, I'm setting up a community People are living differently. And he's like, pipe dream, babe. And I'm like, nope, just watch me. And, you know, it's because because for me, life doesn't make sense the way that we live it. You know, it's like everybody has their own house. If you're Mm. fortunate enough and if you're really fortunate enough, you have a pool and you have a sauna or whatever other amenities you have. But I just never understood why each person needs all these things and we can't like do them together because I've had so many babies. I feel like I'm one of the first phone calls people make when they have babies. And what I can say is most mothers that I've talked to feel isolated when they have their children and they feel alone. And, um, 
And I don't think it's right. And I don't think it's the way that we intend, we're intended to live. Somehow in LA created a village in the middle of Beverly Hills. Like we had our little backyard and we had a little fire pit and James would cook food over the fire pit. And, you know, we had this oasis out there and we always had people over and it was really, really beautiful. Um, and it is a very magical tale how we moved to Texas. It was like three dreams, constant signs. And then this like thing that woke me up from a dream at night. And like, like, it's like the, the decision was sitting right in front of my face. Are you moving to Texas? I'm like, yes. And it like sprinkled gold dust on my decision and this vision that arrived to me. And we came here and then there's a whole other magical tale about how we had ended up on this land, but we had been looking everywhere for houses. We flew here on our anniversary and I said, you know, this is I'm not I'm not moving in a way that feels like I'm just pacifying a need to move. It needs to be like what I want. It needs to be different. And um, mm -hmm. about an hour before we were supposed to fly out, this real estate person called us and said, hey, there's a place that, uh, you know, has weddings and they, they can't because of COVID. Would you like to check it out? And I said, yeah. And we came here and it was originally built as a Buddhist monastery. So there are all these buildings and we moved in and, um, we've almost never lived here by ourselves, Right. So whether for various reasons, like Peggy and Bobby, Peggy, who does the podcast with me, her and Bobby lived here for a few years. We had another friend, Daniel. Then we had another friend, Daniel. Then my friend Mariah and uh, Marissa and Ryan. And like, mm. we have people here all the time and it makes it so much more fun. And, you know, like we went through something this fall that was really difficult in so many ways, but I will tell you what took some of the difficulty off the table and the ease was this village lifestyle, having uh, other friends help me pick up kids mm -hmm. from school and, you know, helping make community dinners and lunches and having regular gatherings like tea ceremony is something we do regularly because it is a time to sit with your own body, sit with yourself, sit with the feelings and just be. And, um, it's also beautiful. The other thing about the way that it's designed here is you walk outside to get to different buildings. And there's something about walking outside that connects you to the seasons, connects you to the wind. Like you know the moment the leaves start turning. You know the moment the, the, mm. the, the flowers are coming up. You know exactly what is going to come up from the ground when it rains the next day that the water lilies just pop up within a day or two. And it's, you get to know the land so intimately at night walking out. It's like a sky full of stars. And, um, and, you know, I just, I, I love all the ways of living and I have, you know, so much reverence for my time in LA and how good it was to me. And I don't even know how long I'll be here. I just know that I'm here now and it's been a really beautiful, very healing time in life. And, um, yeah, somehow we've always managed community no matter where we've lived, but this is really taking it next level.
All right, guys, we are a couple of tired mamas and all we do is crave a spa day and we deserve it. We always end up putting ourselves down the very bottom of our to-do list. We jump from one activity to the next and we're always meeting the needs of everyone else around us. I think it is time for a little self-pampering. This Mother's Day, make every day a spa day for all the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. It's a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature, uplifting, all-natural citrusy scent. I think the greatest and most thoughtful gifts are the gifts that you actually like love yourself, something that you use on yourself. And I love using the Mega Moisture Duo. It makes my skin so glowy. It's like super hydrating, firming, smells amazing. When I give my kids a hug after a bath, they're like, you smell so good. (laughs) It is my absolute favorite gift and such a great gift for Mother's Day. Yes. Folding in self-care is a moment to practice mindfulness, it's self-love, it's compassion. And we all know if you run your battery flat, it's harder to recharge. A consistent body care routine promotes healthy, glowing skin and also supports your mental health. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOTHERDAYS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code MOTHERDAYS for 10% off. All right, as you guys know, we are we are busy mums. We are dog mums, business mums, performance mums, school board mums. Life gets hectic. That's why we rely on our tried and tested go-tos to alleviate some of the chaos. NerdWallet helps you by maximizing your everyday spending, whether it's groceries for the week, drinks with friends, or a nice family meal. Do you know how much cash back you're leaving on the table settling for the wrong credit card? Imagine earning up to 5% cash back on your groceries for the next 30 years. I mean, come on, guys. Think of all the cash back that you're going to get on those kombuchas, on those frozen pizzas. NerdWallet helps everyone make smarter financial decisions today that future you will thank you for. With NerdWallet, you won't regret missing out on rewards. NerdWallet lets you compare smart cashback credit cards side by side to make the most of your everyday spending. So what could future you do with more cashback? Uh, a silent meditation retreat in Peru, a sweat lodge in India, whatever it is, make it happen with a smarter cashback credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet, finance smarter. As with all credit cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. That is so amazing, Kimberly. Like, I remember when you moved there 
I was writing you about it and it was like, I feel like it was during COVID and I was like, where are you? What am I looking at? Like, what is happening? You know, I think I was looking for a doctor and I was, I had originally written you because I was like looking for a new doctor and I was like, she's going to know the answer. And then, you know, and then I was like, wait, where did you go? What's happening? And, um, I, I don't know if this has been like Teresa and I were just talking about algorithms and I was like, in my algorithm, I feel like all I'm seeing nonstop is, oh, you know, these like women got together and bought a piece of land with a bunch of houses on it and they're creating their own community or like, you know, five best friends decide mm-hmm. to buy a huge house together and they're creating their own village. And like, I don't know why people keep sending me that and it keeps popping up in my feed. And it it's really funny because... I've always, always talked about how that to me is like the greatest thing ever. When I go on vacation with Teresa and her family, like my girlfriend, Biazzi, like when we're all doing these like family trips together, it just feels like you hand somebody a baby and then you're like making food and another kid's grabbing a cutting board. And you're just like, it just feels like there's constantly this beautiful energy and connected, you know, ness. And it's just Mm. amazing. So anyway, you're living that exact journey dream I mean on like a campground or you know this beautiful like place and picturing you there like how how did the kids to adjust to that like I to me that sounds like a kid's dream like especially constantly being outside and going Mm -hmm. from like one place to another but they moved schools they moved like their lives with their friends and there are many different ages in there so how did that because I think a lot of times we go like oh but my kids and their school and their friendships and like what do I do and it's so hard to change yeah but you know how did that transpire like with your children well I think you set the seed in how you share the information with them and we shared it as an invitation not like a thing that's happening so we came home well and and we showed them videos and photos and and asked them about it and they know they had known that we've been dreaming of living amongst more nature and trees and they were very excited and they shared uh, the things that they felt were sad like some friends that they were going to miss um now that we've settled into here for a while I'll say uh, what they have particular friends that they do miss, but there is FaceTime, so they get to see them. Of course, they made new friends. Um, But there are a few restaurants that we miss, right? Or walking (laughs) to certain restaurants, ordering Postmates as a family. Um, So those are are things we miss. Walking to an activity like their jujitsu class or something like that is like a thing now for them to do that. And uh, we certainly do less of that, that's for sure. Um, And on the flip side of it... um, you know, they have different activities like Joshua and James were working on a construction project together yesterday and the kids all helped James load wood and you start to find the joy in those sorts of things, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's just different. It's, it's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And, um, when we do travel, we have so much fun in the city life, you know, 
it just feels so busy. I go through like a little shock period and I'm sure say like <laughs> my chest expands and I'm like, ah, when I come back here, but like, I love myself some LA and New York and all the things. And yeah, and we seize those mm-hmm. opportunities for great training instructors and, and all that, but we're having, we're having a good time and they're acclimating really beautifully. Amazing. Yeah. That my children, <laughs> my children are so like interchangeable with your children, like the I way know. they look. It's like, who's who? Who's who? They're all sort of seem like they're a part <laughs> of the same family. And little Gwen, oh my gosh, she totally, her and Mark found this little bond, didn't they? It was they so, did. so sweet. And Mark still talks about her. Oh, they were so cute. They were instant buddies. Well, Gwen kind of like chooses her people right away. And once she does, she does. Mm-hmm. And I loved that he knew, he knew so beautifully how to hold her energy um, because she has so much personality mm. inside that five-year-old body of hers. <laughs> and it is really funny, like, to look out the window and see double the amount of, like, platinum blonde children. It's like, wow. <laughs> it wasn't a very diverse group while you were here. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> we looked oh like we God. were some sort of, like, I don't know, polyamorous village here or something. Right. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, we kept laughing about that. It was like this is hilarious, and especially because of the land and they're they're running between these little cottages, and then there's this incredible barn, Sarah. It's literally your dream. I know. There's this barn, a double story, like mezzanine Uh. level uh, barn that you go and you play in there. And I mean, we had so many deep chats in there. We would, she, I was looking at Kimberly's text to me earlier and she was like, I'm in the barn. I'll meet you there in 10 minutes. You want to come over and we'll do some like, oh my like God. we were doing, what was it that we would biocharging? Oh, we biocharging. <laughs> yes, we were. Yeah. And it was so incredible. I was like, I'll be right there. I didn't wear shoes. I was just running on the land. Uh, they've set up this amazing thing, right? out the front of the house where it's like kids obstacle course like hung from the trees so there's all these like different activities um like strung up between the trees so my kids were always I always found someone there and then you just wouldn't see them for most of the day they'd be Mm. zipping around they'd be in and out of the barn they'd be in each other's bedrooms it was just that sort of dream slow living experience that I've always craved and I think that's when we that's why when we got there we were like we don't want to leave (laughs) no way (laughs) Um, it just was so recharging you acclimated so well for me it took me like three days to realize it's okay to not have a slight clue where my kids are and you're just like <laughs> like you get you got in and you just you are a woman and you're flowing dresses barefoot everywhere as well you fit right in i was ready to give you an oh RV my gosh i was just like i've arrived <laughs> you're like we're at, you're like, <laughs> i know i can't wait to hook up again yes. like literally hook up the rv and just be like on the land again Woo. um i wanted to ask a little bit about your interest in health and natural health and 
and aware that came from. Um, you're deeply inspiring. I think anytime I have any sort of ailment, it's like Kimberly will know the answer. Um, <laughs> do you want to just talk about your history with that and how you got into it and um, some of the work that you do uh, in the health area? Well, so my high school sweetheart, Adam, Adam Matsumura, his mom, Judy. Hi, Judy. Um, We dated (laughs) for like almost eight years, like another mom to me. She gave me the book Spontaneous Healing by Dr. Weil. And um, after I read that book, I was Mm. hooked. And my idea of a great date in college was to go to the bookstore in Moscow, Idaho. And I would stay probably for most of my four years of college on the weekends you could find me at the bookstore reading all the books in wellness health and wellness it was my favorite thing to do and then I would stop at an animal shelter play with the cats I eventually got a few and um it was it was that book it was that book and I wanted to feel better um I went through many iterations of what I felt health and wellness was and I'm still definitely on a learning journey Um, I don't think we ever know everything that's for sure. And so, yeah, it's, you know, cooking is a passion of mine, although I barely do the cooking anymore. Um, but it's one of my favorite things to do. And I just feel that when you feel great, life is so much sweeter. And so, you know, being a mom too, just having to carry different family members through whatever ailments they're going through or to even heal myself. Like, you know, I went through some pretty significant uh, late term miscarriages and just to feel better after, you know, getting all new blood or different things. It's just, it's always a learning experience. There's mm-hmm. always something different happening. And now it's really about like, um, listening deeply to the body and um you know i don't know how far we want to go into it but <laughs> i i am definitely a I will, body I listener right into it. <laughs> yeah i want to know yes. it. i want to hear about that because i find that stuff <laughs> so fascinating and also i remember like doing we did a photo shoot or something together with um nikki nikki reed yes and i remember you talking to someone there about like their uh, just about like energy or being able to connect to someone's energy and you were just sort of standing there talking about their energy and I was just like what is happening this is so cool (laughs) like I was like wait can you do it to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like can you turn to me um but I would love to hear more about that because I found you know over the last couple of years I've been on like a spiritual journey and like a like a health journey and um if you feel comfortable, we'd love to hear you talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, so this is getting into our divine uh, intuitive channels, right? So for many of us as children, we feel like we know things or we have a heightened sense. And I always say there's one language that everybody speaks and it's energy, right? So if you're standing with somebody, you can feel their discomfort if they're having it or their excitement. You know, you can feel it even if they're not utilizing their expression. Um, And so for me, intuition really started in a more conscious way when I was pregnant with Olivia, my first daughter. And 
I started having these really prophetic dreams that you can't say that I'm not because I was dreaming of dates and times and very specific things like even past, like when people would pass. And, you know, that's kind of uncomfortable to receive information like that, but I was. And so, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's like at some point you're like, I really have to pay attention to this channel there, you know, and once you start paying attention to a channel, then you start receiving even more information from that. Right. It's almost like your connection to God or source. You're announcing I'm paying attention here. And it's like, okay, let us flow there. And then, and then that Mm -hmm. kept going. And then one day I started hearing things. And I remember the first time I heard things out loud. A lot of people will sort of feel like they hear their name, maybe waking them up from their sleep. Has that ever happened to you? To me? Yeah. I talked about it on the podcast one time, like someone will say my name in my ear and then I will open my eyes and and look around and be like, yes. And then nothing. And then like lights, really bright flashing lights will go across my eyes as I'm trying to go to sleep. Like almost like someone shined a light into my bedroom and I open my eyes and I'm like, okay. Mm. Um, And recently that's happening a lot more. Okay. So that's how it starts. Mm, And, you know, I remember one day looking at James, we were watching the Sopranos and I turned around and he had a green light tumbling down his chest. And I was like, what? And I think the first time I saw like, like really saw energy was on my dog, Rocky. It was like all these chaotic circles going around him, but just hearing things. So one day I was in my office And, um, James and I at the time were dating quite seriously. I met James when he was going through a divorce and, uh, you know, he definitely tried to separate my energy from that, uh, with the advice of, you know, our spiritual advisors and just for reverence, he was fully going through that when we met, but so, so he was going through divorce Mm -hmm. and, um, I one day was in my office completely by myself and I started hearing his voice and I started hearing him talk about the divorce out loud. And I said, whoa, Whoa, is this really happening? And I like could hardly believe it. And I couldn't hang on to the (laughs) words at all. Yes. Yes. And after it stopped and there was wow. one other male voice and, and, and I just, the, the words were going through me. It wasn't like information to me for me to hang on. I just knew the subject. I could remember the subject and it happened for like three whole minutes, which felt like a really long time when wow. a really long time, like, and so I called James after and I was like, Oh my God, you were just in my office. I swear. I heard you talking about your divorce and he goes, you're, kidding me and he was like I literally just got out of mediation and I said what and he goes well our advisor told me not to tell you because it was to create an energetic separation and I said well guess what (laughs) consider me me energetically involved with you because you were here talking about it and there was a few references I was able to remember And that was really wild for me. But then at at that point, 
then sometimes at night I would be laying in bed and it was like a radio. I would start hearing conversations in my ears and I was like, am I nuts? And I would have thought that there was Mm. some sort of psychosis had I not been getting these like psychic intuitive foretellings of things that were happening. And so um, that just told me, listen, there is undisputable that we are living in a timeline and yet everything exists inside of us right now and we are all knowing and we think about like a dolphin right so a dolphin they talk about how oh we'll go right to the pregnant woman or right to the person with some sort of illness because they have this sonar system and they can see with their sonar system well guess who else has these systems we do we're elected beings this is about mm-hmm. as scientific as it gets i just don't have the capacity to explain to you how the science works i just know that it does because i'm an example and you're both examples and it's like a muscle mm-hmm. once you start working it it gets stronger so one day i was um with this chiropractor that sees things in la his name is dr daniel ryan I've never shared this story before. Oh my gosh. And so (laughs) I was sitting with Dr. Daniel Ryan and we were sitting there meditating together. And all of a sudden I saw my sister's spine, like as if it was on an x-ray. And in that moment he goes, did you see that? And I said, yeah. And he goes, that was your sister. And I said, I know. And also, how did you know that I just saw that? And it was just this knowing. And so when I went home, I was like, okay, I'm going to try again. I know that my friend, Peggy, her dad was in the hospital and I wasn't sure why. So I'm going to ask his soul for permission to meditate Mm -hmm. and see if I can see anything. And I sat in a meditation without intention and I saw his rib cage and I saw fire and I saw the rib cage char just like whoa and so I called Peggy Peggy is an intuitive healer psychic medium she's world renowned she had like the top Louis Hay radio show for a while she's amazing I called her and I said um Peggy what's your dad in the hospital for and her words changed my life forever her exact words were his bones are on fire. Oh, yeah. I, I'm like going to cry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have goosebumps. I'm like, <laughs> my muscles are twitching so much right now. I, I, I don't know what is happening, but I'm like wow. twitching listening to you. It was really oh, wild. Wow. And so then I said, okay. So then my next call, I was like, you know, with something like that happens, like you just keep going, right? Yes, yes. My next yes. call That's right. was my kid's pediatrician. And I said, listen, this thing is happening and I need to know if this is real. So if you can diagnose a child, like get permission from the parents, give me the name and I'll do meditation. First one was like profound. And I won't get into those details, but like things about the pH of the spinal fluid and like all different kinds of things would come in or even traumas from the past and visuals of the trauma 
or seeing organ systems. And then I started to get really sick and I started to (gasps) put on all this weight. And so what would happen is I would at night, I'd put the kids to bed. I'd go into my meditation room. I would meditate. I would make calls on the meditation and then I would go to bed. And at some point I realized after doing this for a really long time, like, that was my time with my husband. I miss my husband. You know, like that's that's oh, our, yeah. our sacred time. Mm. And and I started to realize too that I was taking on some of the stuff I was seeing, right? So I worked on somebody with a hip issue and a couple of days later I, I was like going like this to my hip and I'm like, wait a minute. And then I got some assistance. I like, I, I now have a lot of mystics in my life. There's a Rosh Jacob, there's Peggy, there's Anthony, the angel healer. Like there's so many people, Wendy, Tony, you know, so many, so many mentors in my life really teaching me like when you're looking at things, you really need to ground it because what ends up happening, at least with me and everybody has a different way of doing it, is simply the observation of it is healing the energy. But sometimes you're taking it on and holding on to it because you don't know to release it. And that's not healthy for you. It's not healthy for them. Right. And and there are so many um ways that you need to do things like this it has to be really clean the first one is you always have to have permission first always um sometimes you can't ask them permission but you can ask their soul right and so you always have to have permission you want to have really good hygiene with it you want to set a container and you want to make sure that you have like left your body sensation so that you can be a clean channel and you know anything you're feeling is theirs and then you know to completely cleanse that slate from you to go back into your body and it helps you understand which is which wow i didn't know i was going to go this deep into it um wow i'm pretty surprised with myself right now (laughs) but so (laughs) wow this is incredible it's amazing it's amazing it's amazing we love this i've I've been doing it for eight years and um there are there are so many stories and there are really um not my stories to tell right so Mm. it's wild it's my wild little secret i want to share one story that I feel like I can tell because uh, it happened while we were on the ranch, which literally changed my family's life when we were on the ranch. Um, So Kimberly and I were talking about, um, she wanted to like talk about some of the manifesting work that I was doing. And we sat and we talked about it and I was talking about potential blockages and we were sitting there with this other um, mutual friend of ours, Joseph, who happened to be on the ranch. I hadn't seen him since Australia. (laughs) Um, I saw him on a film set and then I get, and I knew him as Zen um, on the film set. And then I get this text from, Kimberly being like, there's someone here at the ranch who knows you. I was like, what? And she was like, come over, come over to the barn. We're in the barn. And I walk over to the barn and this guy that I met on the set of the full guy who I had known as Zen was like, hello, Teresa. And I was like, wait, 
what are you doing here? It was so wild. Like I, he was um, working as a like an assistant director on um, on this movie back in Sydney, and I like just met him briefly, and then never saw him again. And then see him on Kimberly's ranch. But I remember when I met him, I was like, this guy is so deeply spiritual and connected, and he just seems like a light worker. Like, what is he doing in a film set? I was like, his energy doesn't. This doesn't really match like why is he here and then of course I saw him like on your at your place and I was like oh that's where he belongs he belongs here (laughs) um so that was the first strange thing that happened I was like wow that was meant to be and then we start talking about manifesting and um and Kimberly had this really beautiful breakthrough where she was able to do some work on herself in that moment oh that's right I forgot about that do you remember that? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that moment? Yeah. So I saw her, we were talking about it and I saw her sort of move into her work and I got to witness her working on an energetic level, something I'd never seen before and I was in complete and utter awe. Later on, we were talking and Kimberly said to me, I think it was later that day or, or maybe the following day, she was like, you know, the OG witch here is your mom. Because my mom was with us on this ranch and my mom has this really wild story. I've talked about her so much on the podcast, but when she was um, a 22-year-old young woman, she astral traveled and she had this spiritual experience, but Back in those days, people found that very confronting and, you know, it's like what we talked about with Taylor Page, the witch wound, this inherent witch wound. So people got afraid of her and said, oh, she's crazy. And she got thrown in a mental institution and pumped full of drugs and had this sort of really awful experience at 22 when she just felt so elated that she had had this spiritual experience. And I know that this is a trauma that she's carried for a really long time. And Kimberly, who's only just met my mum over the past couple of days, and my mum's like a quieter woman and um, she was walking around, she was helping look after the children and um, and she was really connected in with Kimberly's little girls as well. And um, Kimberly was like, oh, your mum's got it like I can feel from your mom that she has like this same gift and I was like oh that's so interesting and she Kimberly asked if she my mom would be open to doing some healing and I said well the issue is is she's really Catholic and any of this sort of stuff I think could be a little bit intimidating to her and it might bring up a lot of fear um, because of her very dogmatic beliefs. So what we decided to do is we knew that she would greatly benefit from this work. So Mark and I and Kimberly in the RV, um, we watched Kimberly ask permission from my mom, from her higher soul. Is that how you say it? Higher soul? Yeah. Um, And she did this remarkable healing on my mom and um, Kimberly was emotional and she was saying she's the most beautiful pure light and it's she's just so divine and she started sharing things with us that 
only I knew about my mum, only I had held these things about my mum's experience in her past. And Kimberly went through and started working through some of the scar tissue surrounding these traumatic experiences that my mum had at such a young, vulnerable time in her life. And um, she, Mark and I were like mouths agape watching this beautiful interaction between Kimberly and my mum's higher self. And once she was finished, Kimberly was like, your mum's going to really start opening up. You're going to start seeing some pretty significant changes. And one thing you did share was that like, my mum wants to lean into her femininity. She wants to feel beautiful. She, and that's a part of her that I forgot my mum never wears makeup. She doesn't, she, I'm always like, she doesn't care about material things. She doesn't care about the way she looks or beauty. And um, Kimberly helped reframe that for me that actually she wants, she craves feeling feminine. And it was such an interesting observation. Um, and right as Kimberly finished. Showed me her earring. Yes. She showed you her ears. Like she wanted to get her ears pierced and be more feminine. And my mum walked in the door of the RV about three, four minutes later, comes walking. This is right after Kimberly had said, your mum's really going to open up and you're going to start seeing some significant changes. She walks in the door. She looks at Kimberly and she sits down with Kimberly and says, when I was 22, I astral traveled and this experience happened to me and they threw me in this institution and she just completely opened up and she just felt compelled to share this with Kimberly and Kimberly sat and held the space for her for about 30 minutes talking to my mum, like healing her, like, like giving her so much love and you were so generous with her, with your time and the things you were saying to her. And I have to tell you, I literally have goosebumps. My mum is a new woman. Oh my She gosh. is a new woman. <gasps> Everyone who knows her is like, she's, she's radiant. She's shining. She's, she's lost weight. She went and got her ears pierced. Oh my gosh. She's bought all these new clothes. She's, she did? she's so with it. She's like, <laughs> she, all these things, you should see her. I've got like major goosebumps. I know she's like this radiant, shining, confident person. She found her voice again. Oh my gosh. And people who have known my mom my whole life, like my longest time best friends have all said, what has happened to Paula? She's so different. And I was, I've been keeping this thing. I'm like, (gasps) she had a profound healing. She had someone who really heard her and felt her and saw her and helped like break down some of the trauma that she has been through. And I am telling you, I said to Mark, I was so emotional. This is about a month ago. And I've been waiting and dying to tell you this, Kimberly. Um, I said, like, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing my mom for the first time, like truly her essence and the spirit of who she Ugh. is. I'm getting to meet this woman for the first time. The the 22-year-old that's stuck inside of her that like had her voice squashed yeah. all those years ago. She's just blossoming. And it was because of you. Wow. And I just wanted to say thank you, like, I'm in such deep gratitude for the life you've given her. I feel like you've given her back so many more years of her life. Well, first of all, it was an honor, uh, like a really deep honor. 
And she is indeed like such a spectacularly beautiful person. And, um, and it was such an easeful thing to do. And I think I'm the most excited that she pierced mm. her ears. And <laughs> it was, it was just, it was just such an honor. It was just such an honor uh. to, to really be able to sit down with her. I think one of the biggest mm. things was, um, her listening to her own intuitive knowing about how to balance exactly the right amount of medication. Um, and just mm-hmm. she knows, you know, and she was taught so early that she was crazy and that she didn't know. And, and, and yes. it's, it's really mm-hmm. interesting because people don't realize how how this work works, but it's not that I'm doing anything. I think the job is, and we call it a healer, right? But really what it is, is a listener and an observer, right? So uh, basically, for sometimes like, like I have a friend, lots of people are like help, help remove parasites, right? What's that action look like to remove a parasite? You watch the body, you see where it's upset, you just sit with it. You see what it has to say. You watch it process and then it leaves. It's like, what is the thing that has a, when a a child throws a tantrum, what is the thing that diffuses the tantrum is understanding them, hearing them. And so it's like just, and, and we really all can do this. It's just about I had this invitation through this spontaneous moment and a certain trail of events, but we can proactively go into it as well, right? Like, where do we receive our messages? Where do we listen? And just be more consciously aware of it and practice it like you would, you know, going to work out at the gym to feel in your body. But it's just, it's an observation. It's a deep listening. It's a feeling heard. It's a feeling understood. And then that, pain loses its grip on you it it, it's given an invitation to just release and your mom was quick like that was that was really quick I remember one time I was sitting with a friend's Mm. child and the child kept saying over and over and over this one thing like over and over and over and the next day my friend was like oh my gosh my son is like really, really upset. And he said this exact statement like 50 times a day. I'm, I don't know that I've ever even heard him say this word. And she was like, what's going on? I was like, it's not a spell. It was in his field and he is in, in it. It was stuck so deeply in there and it's just like coming out. Right. And so when we are purging something hmm. like a craving or an energy, we really feel it. It comes out and then it releases and, you know, he calmed down. But again, your mom, absolute beautiful heart forward, angelic creature, just so misunderstood for so long, hmm. got stuck traumatized at Mm. an age where you know she she had a like an event and um and she's just like unlocked yeah and also i would go even further to say your mom invited me in that wasn't like so much me checking in on her energetic but we only have the things happen to us 
they were magnetizing, right? So it's like these in divine invitations and people accept or don't accept them. And so, you know, it, there, it, I think what I'm saying is it's no coincidence you guys were here. She probably orchestrated the whole thing, really, like on a, on a zoom out <laughs> level. She's like, you know, I'm ready. I'm ready to be yes. seen, you know, and yeah, understood. Yeah. And I'm just... Yes. I love her and I'm so honored to have had such um, deep, meaningful time with her. And I'll always remember that particular experience that was really special. I wanted to ask you, with these gifts, with, with the things that you have, and I remember reading about like, medical mediums or medical intuitives. Um, I read uh, Anatomy of, of the Spirit by Caroline Miss. Yeah. She's writing books and she's like seeing clients and she's helping people. And do you have any intention? So if there are people listening uh-huh. right now who are like, they would love to have you work with them. Do you have any intentions at all of opening yourself up in that way where people can reach out and have you work with them? I just want to know what, what does the future look like in this space for you? That's an interesting question. I feel very protective. It takes a lot for me, like for somebody to, replace me in my household on this ranch there's a lot of help and people involved so i'd have to like really charge for that to be worth my while Mm -hmm. um so my time my time would have a value there and i think i am opening up to it but i feel at this point it has to be like a friend of a friend you know um because yeah yeah it's like People have to really understand it. And and it's interesting. I, I've really slowed down, actually. I haven't done much of this over the last month. I found out somebody very close to me in my own life is tending to something. And I'm like, how did I do all of this for all these other people? And somebody I'm so close to is going through something, right? So I've been kind of like in a little bit of an identity crisis personally. And... Um, Mm -hmm. just doing some inner reflection, but I do, Teresa, I think there's, I think I would love to see more people even knowing that this is an even possible thing to do. And I would love to see it in hospitals, right? Because I have had, um, a recent experience in an emergency room and a recent experience in a hospital where I believe that it, it sped up the healing in both cases dramatically and um and like i can't get into those scenarios but that was like a very deep fast and winding and i know that had i not known this was a possible thing to do i would have never known like oh i saw my sister's spine i would just question it and be you know like this but we have to look at the animal kingdom and what we're capable of and our sonar systems and how radio frequencies and things 
across the earth and 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 knowing like we're electrical intelligent creatures and our bodies have these senses and that i really i really want to put it out there more so i think i'm playing with having like an even deeper understanding of the scientific process of, of what this is because people look at it as you know this word witch right it's like oh that's ungodly or, well, then you can't believe in Jesus Christ as your savior. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you must be going to hell. And it's like, I don't know how you can take the yes. way the, witch like, the, the scientific orchestrations of our beautiful, capable, in-tune bodies and, and turn it into some dogmatic, satanistic thing. It's like, mm-hmm. come on, people. Like, exactly. Go here. Remember this. Remember this. Remember all of it. And it doesn't have to be mutually exclusive, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm feeling into all of this. That's exactly right. Yeah, I'm feeling into all of this and I'm seeing um, how it interacts with my family. But yes, I, I think I will. I just had somebody else who was telling her a therapist about something I did for her child and the therapist was like, can I get a session? I need that. Like <laughs> maybe I will. I think I'm opening myself up to it. Cause the reality is, is I've been doing it for a really long yeah. time and I might as well, like, I don't know. Yeah. Expand a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make it like your life's work. Maybe. Maybe you've got so much going on. You have, yeah. You're raising beautiful children. You're living the dream on the land. You and your husband have such an inspirational marriage and you guys are so beautifully and deeply connected to the things that matter. When we were there, we felt that. Mark and I just thought, this just feels good. This feels so aligned. Yeah. And I just think you're such a remarkable person and thank you for being willing to open yourself up like this. I know it's vulnerable to talk Mm -hmm. about these things, but you have such a profound (laughs) gift and I know you've changed so many lives. Oh my gosh. It's it's incredible. I went really deep into it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I, Teresa, I feel like we should have her um, do a Daisy Dream Circle with us. What's a, okay, what's a Daisy oh my Dream gosh, Circle? 100%. We're talking about um, starting these Daisy Dream Circles, which is like our listeners, our group, you know, who want to come and join us for like a, a Zoom session. And we do like a thing where we can see everyone. Um, but we're like lining them up and talking about them for this next year. But it's a more intimate way of connecting with people. But if part of what it is that you are wanting right now to share is for people to be open and to see that this is a possibility maybe part of that is just sort of teaching the beginning steps of that like what what does that look like you could if you wanted to maybe not do individual sessions but do a larger thing where you sort of teach that this is even a possibility like that could be a cool thing to have you do that's really fun and first of all when you see dream circle i love that because i've started to see them <laughs> with my kids like a dream circle oh cool. which is where we yes. yes. about our dreams and i will say that yes. the first thing is always about having a circle 
The first thing is always about having a circle Mm. because the observation of helps you understand potential. And the other thing is intention. So if I share anything today, and that sounds like an honor, thank you, and fun. Um, (laughs) But if I share anything today, intention is everything. When I went into that first meditation, I sat with the intention of being in a loving place with my sister who was going through a tough time. I was not expecting to see her spine, but I was... I was setting an intention for my sister and, or you can set an intention for your channel, set an intention to be in your heart, set an intention before you go to sleep to remember your dream. So I actually have a method I would be happy to share about that. So for dreams, you have to announce that, that you are open to them being a channel, right? And the first thing is to understand a dream can be prophetic or you could be processing an emotion. But the first thing you want to do is just start observing and remembering your dream. So you set an intention when you go to bed, I'd like to remember my dream. And then the way that you tell your divine channel that you're open to getting messages and dreams is you write it down. So a lot of times our dreams leave us right away. So you can have paper and pen next to your bed. Now, this is not ideal because it's a blue light scenario, but this is what works best for me is you take your phone and you just put it right onto notes onto a blank screen. And then you go like that so that your dream doesn't leave you. Yes. You just go like this and you can write because otherwise you're having to turn up light so that you can see your pen and your paper. Right. And we'll just deal with a little blue light at the beginning because it will train you to start like <laughs> remembering yes. your dreams. And and you don't even have to judge them. You could get on, you know, Dr. Google and be like, oh, snake, you need this, 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 and this. And this is just an observational mm. point because a snake could mean something for one person and it could mean something for somebody else, but it it's fun. And, um, and then lucid dreaming, dreaming is a whole other thing, right? Some people plant symbols in their dreams. To I just like, had a that experience. You did? A lucid dream is where you know you're dreaming. What was your experience? Oh, um, I I shared this on the podcast with my nana. It was actually my nana. Um, I had like asked her, I had just prayed to her the night before mm-hmm. and I was telling her how much I miss her and I'm so upset that she hasn't got to be with my children and um and I just like really feel her and I really, I really need you. I need you, Nana. And then I uh had the dream. Uh, and it was right before I woke up and I knew in the dream what was happening because she looked directly at me and she came into my dream radiating love and staring right at me and she said hello darling and she had all the children around her in the dream like all my kids with her and then I walked to her and I smelt her and then she said um, telepathically to me, I'm always with you. And then I, I woke up from the dream that I knew I was in. And you wrote it so all down. That was interesting. <laughs> and I've had, I wrote it all down immediately and I filmed myself saying it because I was also sobbing, crying because it was such a, I just knew I was like, this was her. She came to me. It was peaceful. It was loving. And she came to show me she is with me and she is with my children and she's you know, she sees them and she has the experience of being around them. 
And that's what I, I it was like. I was so sad about it the night before I had insomnia and I asked, I think I was asking this of her and she came and I've never had that before. I once have had one dream where I've been able to control my dreams. Um, but is that what lucid dreaming is, is where you're aware it's a dream and you can make certain decisions? Yes. And you can utilize this time to like move through subconscious fears and things. So one time Joshua came to me and he's, Hey mom, I had a dream and I knew I was dreaming and I wanted to fly, but I didn't. And I was like, well, next time fly if you want. And he goes, okay. I was like, just make sure you're dreaming. <laughs> and so, um, dude, two days later he said, Hey mom, I, um, I'm so excited. I was like, what? He goes, I had the dream. I flew. I was like, yes, yes. You know, so we can like, oh we, my can over, we can overcome in fears. You know, I remember when I was young once I had this dream where there was somebody chasing me with a gun. And then I was like, wait, I'm dreaming. And I was like, you're in trouble. And I just start like running, you know, and it, it's just towards the person with the gun, you know, and it's just like, it's a place where we can really conquer our fears, process our anxiety. You know, we can do so much in, um, in lucid dreamland. My sister is like a real lucid dreaming master. Like my sister is incredible. And wow. like she'll go in and, find out so many deep truths about herself. She had no idea. It'll take her through different parts of the subconscious and give her a tour, but she started somewhere. Right. And then you build that muscle. So it depends on what muscle you want to build. Like with your dreams, you can start to decode your own dreams by saying, first of all, how, you know, write down the dream. And then after, did this dream feel prophetic? Did it feel like it was telling me the future? Did I wake up like knowing there was something here or did this feel like I was processing, you know, how did that dream make you feel? Mm. What were the symbols? What were the colors? What were the things that you were wearing? If you were driving a car or if you were in the passenger seat, where were you in the car? How was the car running? You know, the car represents our own personal vehicle, right? Lately, I've been saying, I'm taking my hands off the steering wheel. God drive me around, you know? So it's... Um, mm, I love that. Yeah. It's like there are so many places that you can go, but that first thing is setting in an, in an intention and then observing how your own field works because there's no two people that are <sighs> alike. You know, we're all so mm -hmm. unique. Oh. Wow. That's so Sarah, this amazing. is an exciting time for you. If all these things are happening and you yeah. have a, a curiosity about it, it's like if you hear your she name, does. right? Wake up and just hand on the heart. What do you have to say? Like, are you like my guardian angel? What thread of me, my higher self? I'm listening. Is there anything here? Oh, you're just saying good morning. Thank you. I'm here. I'm listening to this channel. And it can even be still like just I'm listening. One other spectacular way to start opening up your channel really beautifully is when you wake up in the morning before you get out of bed, you can set an intention for the day, not with your brain, with your heart. And you can activate your heart chakra by just rubbing it and like you can just breathe with it. What's my intention? The first word that comes through, right? And and then 
at some point in the day, that intention will make sense to you. But it's then you start to real, then you start to trust that channel and trust that thing in the morning. I used to do that every day, and then it would come full circle at some point in the day because you forget about it, you let it go, and you're like, "Whoa, okay!" And it just helps you like really start trusting that channel. Guys, there is a place in Ogden, Utah, called Vibravision. We hosted a retreat. Vibravision, they so these guys learn this Indonesian form of martial arts where they do third eye training and they are teaching people there, including blind people, how to be completely blindfolded wow. and just see with their third eye. They can count cash, they can go through obstacle courses, they can hit Whoa. targets with nerf guns, everything. And so, um, like I, we were doing it and after just five days, it was like wow. somebody could be swinging a beanbag in front of my head and I'm like, got it. But with like Whoa. blackout masks, this is <gasps> so for anybody that thinks this stuff is wow. nuts, people are doing wild things in other parts of the world. It's totally normal. We have these sonar systems. I remember watching something on TV where this guy, he's one of those guys that paints himself silver and stays still all day. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he talked about how he had been doing it for so long that he could literally see behind him. Right. So his, his, his radar system, right? Like how do we see with our eyes? There's like a system, right? Our third eye pineal gland Mm. is capable of seeing the entire dome around us. Right. And so just by being still and not like absorbing all the stimulation of the head, he was able to fully see and he would know the moment somebody would walk behind him. And you can feel if somebody's behind you, even if they're not making a sound, right? Like you can feel that. Yes. So it's just about being aware and tuning into what you already know to be true and giving it like a little exclamation point or like a little heart and just acknowledging it more and more. Wow. Our guest Taylor Page said it's about like turning the volume up mm. on the radio a little bit, like you're turning the volume up, which I thought was so cool. Such a great way of looking at it. Oh my gosh, Kimberly, this has been so, <laughs> I feel like I'm back there on the ranch. I feel like <laughs> I'm spending time with you, like in your orbit again. I'm like, I'm right back there. And I can't wait to physically be in your space again. Um, you have gifted our daisies with so much um thank you for sharing your wisdom and your willingness to be so open and share all these things which are you know a lot of this is a first for you so we um feel deeply honored that you did this <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you so much thank you oh, so so you much guys. and thank you for oh just God. having such a sweet podcast i had so much fun like I go to your page and look at the the reels sometimes. And of course I did it today since we were going to record. It's just so sweet oh, and nurturing and you. has such beautiful information. And thank you for like normalizing this, you know? Mm, yes. Yeah, it does. It feels so good. And thank you. And we love you. And you guys, um, this has been such a treat. You guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And Kimberly, we just love you so much. Thank you. We love you. We love you.